0: Today, we are so fortunate to have His Grace Sarvadri Prabhu from Mayapur. And Prabhuji will enlighten us on the topic, Srimad Bhagavatam 5.9.12. So, Prabhuji, please take over the call now. Hare Krishna.
1: Thank you, Mataji. Good morning, all devotees. Hope you're all well. Uh, this morning, we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Chapter 5, Chapter 9, Text 12. Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyam, Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyam, Om Namo Bhagavate vasudevayam, vasudevayam. vasudevayam. Narayanam nam 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 askritya devin sarasatim-vyāsam-titu-jaya-mutirayat, prayesudap nityam bhagavata sevaya Bhagavati Uttamashoka Bhaktir Bhavati Naishthiki. So I'll read the Sanskrit here. There's no. I'll just read the best as possible. Ata katha chit kaschit vishalapatir badra kaul yai patya kamaha. Ata thereafter kadachit at some time kaschit some. Vishalapati, the leader of shudras, engaged in plundering the property of others. Badrakali, unto the goddess known as Badrakali. Purusha Pashum, an animal in the shape of a man. Alumbata started to sacrifice, apatyakama, desiring a son. Translation, at this time, being desirous of obtaining a son, a leader of dakwaits, who came from a shudra family, wanted to worship the goddess Bhadrakali, by offering her in sacrifice a dull man who is considered no better than an animal. Purport by His Divine Grace, Śrīla Prabhupāda. Low-class men such as Shujas worship like, uh, demigods like like goddess Kali or Bhadra Kali for the fulfillment of material desires. To this end, they sometimes kill a human being before the deity. They generally choose a person who is not very intelligent, in other words, an animal in the shape of a man. Om ajnana timirantasya shalaka, shalakaya caksharunmilitanjena tasmai shigarave nama. Nama om Vishnupadaya Krishna pristaya bhutale srimate bhaktivedanta swami Niti namane. Namaste sarasati deve garabhani pajarane nivishesa shanyavadi vashtacade shitharane. Nama shishtamanum api sachiputramatra sarupam. Rupam tasya gajamur mahatarim madarin radha kundram girivaram maho radhika mahadavasam samprptvayas prtitak kaya she gurum vande nantant putashayam she chaitanya mahaprabhu nichope yat prasadat bhakti shastra bhavajaka nityananda maham noumi sarvananda Hari nama padam deva mavadu to Sharomenin Jayashi Krishna Chaitana Prabhunitananda, Nityananda had way to Shiva, Sadi, Gaur Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hari Ram, 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 Hare Hare Bansha Kopatipas Chakrupa Sindhu Devacham, Patitanam Pavani Dovash, the So thank, first, thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to you. This is a short purport, but there's many things that can be said about this situation that's being described here in the sacred pages of Srimad Bhagavatam and Srila Prabhupada's purport. It brings to mind verses in the seventh chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Because imagine the scene. They're ready to to murder somebody. Let alone, you know, what's it called here? Purusha Pushum, an animal in the shape of a man, a low-class, unintelligent man. They thought, of course we understand, that Jed Bharat's top-class personality, self-realized soul, but completely detached from the material conception of life, because this is the definition of a top-class man. Not, we don't define by wealth, by good looks, by position in society, by authority. By intelligence, none of these things. Because those things are all temporary. What really matters in a person's life, does he know who he is? Is he self realized? So, Jad Bharat's top class personality, topmost human being. Because he's self realized, he understands his, his identity as soul completely different from the material body. He's Brahma Buddha, Brahma Buddha, Prasanatmanasochati, Samasaveishu bhutishu madbhaktim labhate param Naso has no desire, no lamentation. Samasraveshu bhutishu, he loves the world. He's not friends with anybody and uh, superficially. No one is his enemy. He's completely detached from the material conception of life. Friends and enemies, heat and cold, honor and dishonor are all the same for a self-realized person. So he's topmost person. But these dacoits were low-class persons, thinking he's an animal in the shape of a man. Let us kill him for the fulfillment of our desires, and they're ready to commit most horrendous, heinous sin of murdering a human being for the fulfillment of, of insignificant desire. I want a son, and I'm going. To, I'm ready to kill for it. Just see how bewildered they've become. What is the potentiality for bewilderment under the influence of the modes of eternal nature. They'll make you do the most abominable thing. So it, it brings to mind verses in seventh chapter Bhagavad Gita, verses twenty through twenty four, I believe. Where the Lord says, Kama is Devita Tamtam Neama Mastaya prakuta niyata that these people here is a perfect example of Ritagyana, of persons were are completely bewildered. They're, they're deprived of common sense, thinking that let us kill this person, commit most grievous sin to murder a human being. What to speak of murdering topmost human being, like Jed Barad, for the to achieve some material benediction, to have a son. You know, adopt somebody, you know. You don't have to kill someone for the fulfillment of the desire, but this is what, Kama is they're full of karma. They're full of desire, and for that, what do they do? Prabhudhanten the devatas. They surrender to the devatas for the fulfillment of the desires. Now, devatas have their position in cosmology of the, of the creation. I was looking. There's some a verse in Bhagavatam. I thought I'd read it to you. It's a long verse, but it describes the different modes of worship for fulfillment of different types of desires. It's quite interesting. So I'll read that to you. One who does, this is from the third canto, third chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam. One who desires to be absorbed in the impersonal Jyoti effulgence should worship the master of the Vedas, Lord Brahma or Brihaspati. One who desires powerful sex should worship the heavenly King Indra. And one who desires good progeny should worship the great progenitors like the Prajapati's. One who desires good fortune should worship Durga Devi, the superintendent of the material world. One desiring to be very powerful should worship fire. And one who aspires only after money should worship the Vasus. One should worship Rudra incarnations of Lord Shiva if he wants to be a great hero. If one wants a large stock of grains, he should worship Aditi. One who desires to attain the heavenly planets should worship the sons of Aditi. One who desires a worldly kingdom should worship Vishvadeva. And one who wants to be popular with the general mass of population should worship the sadhya demigod. One who desires a long life should worship the demigods known as the Ashwini Kumars, And a person desiring strongly built body should worship the earth. One who desires stability in his post should worship the horizon and the earth combined. One who desires to be beautiful should worship the beautiful residents of the Gandharva planet. And one who desires a good wife should worship the Apsaras and the, and the Urvasi, society girls of the heavenly kingdom. One who desires domination over others should worship Lord Brahma, the head of the universe. One who desires tangible fame should worship the personality of Godhead. And one who desires a good bank balance should worship the demigod Varuna. If one desires to be a greatly learned man, he should worship Lord Shiva. And if one desires a good marital relationship, he should worship the chaste goddess Uma, the wife of Lord Shiva. One should worship Lord Vishnu or his devotee for spiritual advancement in knowledge. And for protection of heredity and advancement of a dynasty, one should worship the various demigods. One who desires domination over a kingdom or an empire should worship the manus. One who desires victory over an enemy should worship the demons. And one who desires sense gratification should worship the moon. But one who desires nothing of material enjoyment should worship the supreme personality of Godhead. This is an important thing to understand, that in Vedas, they're not all uh, purely giving instruction for the topmost objective of human life, which is to become desireless. It's not just for pure devotees, but it's meant to elevate all types of persons gradually in the process of dharma. Dharma, artha, karma, moksha, because we're born into we're born in we're born into the dualities of desire and hate we're not born self-realized so Vedas and Bhagavatam in particular encompasses all types of persons if you want if you want this desire, then you can worship this devata if you want this desire then this devata the Gandharvas lord Brahma, Varuna Lord Shiva worship all different types of demigods but ultimate the ultimate instruction that we should take note of. The, towards the end of this section, it stated akama sarva moksha-kamava bhakti-yogena yajeta purushampuram, that whether one is akama, who has no material desires, who is aloof from material desires, or if it, a person who sarvakama, who has all types of material desires, or someone who is kama, who desires liberation, in all circumstances, he should take up tibrena, bhakti-yog, means like a, tibra is a ray of sunshine. Sunshine is actually very powerful. Maintains the whole universe. So tibrena with great force, bhakti yogena, we should take up the process of devotional service. Because ultimately, all these desires are familiar, Lord says later in Bhagavad Gita, Hitan hitan That without his sanction, the demigods are powerless. They're executive heads, but they get their authority from the Supreme Lord. So Bhagavatam ultimately is recommending that you worship the Supreme Lord. But who is able to take up that process? Hardly anybody. Because people, materialistic people, they're afraid to worship Krishna. Because they think Krishna will take everything away. And it's true. As we advance in spiritual life, our material desires become less and less. Material opulence prosperity, position, name, and fame, all become unimportant. It becomes uninteresting to a devotee. Whereas the materialistic person, that's all they think about. Danam janam sundarim. How can I get more and more and more? But a devotee by the practice of Krishna consciousness becomes detached. This is the effect of Krishna consciousness. Bhagavatam says, vasudevi bhagavati bhakti yoga priojita janayatyashu vairagyam jnanam chayad ahaitukam. Just by serving Vasudeva, what is the result? Jnanam, knowledge, and Vairagyam, detachment. Hayatuki, causeless knowledge and detachment develop in the consciousness, and the life of a devotee who takes up the service of the Lord. So Srila Prabhupada was once discussing with his uh, beloved godbrother, Srila uh, Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj. And they were discussing because Prabhupada underwent severe difficulties in his secular life. He started a big business and he, was, he made plans. He was actually told, some Jyotishi told him that your, your karma can make you more than Birla, more than Tata. It can make you a very, very wealthy man. And his plan was to do business, create wealth, and preach Krishna consciousness. He wasn't materialistically obsessed as most business people are. I want and money and profit is everything to them. But he thought, let me make money and preach. But he faced many, many difficulties, so he was discussing. And this verse came up uh, from Srimad Bhagavatam. uh, What is that? I'm forgetting now. That the first... uh, The first... I'm not finding the right word. The first uh, symptom or the first mercy that we get from the Lord, Harishetadhanamshanai, that He takes away everything. Because in course of time, time, Krishna says, Kalosmi Bharata time takes away everything from us. It takes away our health, it takes our duration of life, it takes away our body. So, this is the fact, this is the first installment of Krishna's mercy. Then he takes away our material desires. But materialistic people who are Kamais, Thaisar, Ritigyan, they surrender to demigods to fulfill their desires. And why are they called unintelligent? Why are they not thoughtful persons? Because they don't understand that all of the benedictions of the demigods, first thing, they don't understand that whatever the demigods are able to give, has to be sanctioned by the Lord. Mayaiva vihitan hitan. That has to be sanctioned by the demigods. And second thing, even if the demigods give, Krishna can give more. Krishna can give, because you're going directly to the source of all benediction. He can give more than any devata. But, third thing, whatever they get is all antavat. Later in this section, as is, is stated, Antivatu uh, that Bhavati Alpa Devan Yanti Yanti Mamapi. That Antivat means it comes to an end. So say you become Tata, you become Birla, you become Anbani. They're going to die with nothing. What can they take with this, with, from this world to the next? Not a single pin, not a single paisa, nothing. What is their friend at the time of death? Only their punya. Only their relationship with God is their only friend at the time of death. So they're described here as rita jnana, Because they have no vision to know that whatever they get from devatas is temporary. Limited and temporary. But devotee, who takes up the process of Krishna consciousness, his his uh, fruit is not limited and temporary. Madhbhakta bhakta yanti yanti-mama-pi. then he goes back to Godhead. The fruit of his worship, the fruit of the demigod's worship is antavat, the phalam is limited and temporary, but devotee, by worshiping the Lord, the Supreme Personality of God, we get the highest benediction. Yanti mam, Krishna says, you come back to me. No more. The Lord is
2: saying...
1: It, by this process, you come, you come back to me, to my abode, to my supreme abode,. That abode of mine isn't illuminated by electricity. It's not illuminated by the sun or the moon. It's self effulgent By Kunta planet, Goloka. We have the opportunity in this lifetime to achieve that. Ma Yanti-mam. Yanti means we go there. Yanti-mam, we go back to Krishna. Is there any higher benediction? And that is not Nantavut. You go back there and you never again come back to this material world. So one may ask, why all these things are in Bhagavatam? All, the, all these prescriptions for worship, why are they in Bhagavatam? In the same section, Lord uh, describes how he is in the heart of every living being he uh, sanctions a particular type of worship to fulfill a person's material desire. For those persons who are not able to take up the path of Krishna consciousness this is plan B that take up the worship of the devatas because this worship instills within the worshipper at least the conception that I'm subordinate to somebody it's not atheism it's not a They understand I'm subordinate to somebody. <coughs> so they worship the demigods and, and by this, gradually, they make progress. So the Lord says, Yo Yo yum Bhakta that I give I give their this uh, inspiration to devote themselves to a particular deity for their satisfaction their material desires. But this is still described as antivatu palamtesham and ultimatism. Because they think like this, their intelligence is described as very inferior, tiny, insignificant intelligence, alpamedism, Because they have no vision of who they are and what is the highest objective of life. So, see how these low class people are ready to murder someone just for the fulfillment of material desires most amazing thing, to, that they're blind to the uh, offense they're embarking on. They're ready to kill someone, just the fulfillment of their material desires. So, in that same section I was reading, there's also, that it ends, it's also very interesting. Uh, the last section, the last verse in this section, it starts in the third verse of the third chapter. It finally says, all the different kinds of worshipers of melty demigods can attain the highest perfectional benediction, which is spontaneous attraction, unflinchingly fixed upon the Supreme personality to God only by the association of the pure devotee of the Lord. Very interesting. So it's giving the complete, is giving the complete picture. You have some material desire, okay, this is how it's fulfilled, but it can give you the highest perfectional benediction which is spontaneous attraction, unflinchingly fixed upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is the highest benediction. And where do we get that? We have to get that from Sri Guru, from the pure devotee of the Lord. So, why is this? Because our relationship with Guru is eternal. We, We sing every morning, um, Janme, Janme, Prabhu say. That you're my Prabhu, you're my Lord. Janme Janmi, birth after birth. When we enter the kingdom of God, when that blessed day comes, that Sri Guru is there engaging us in the service of the Lord. We don't approach the Lord directly. We serve the Lord through his servant of the servant of the servant. In the spiritual world this is how things are going on. We approach the Lord. So as we if we desire to enter into that realm, into that hierarchy, then we have to serve His representative here in this world to be blessed. If we want this, uh, as as we read in, in the ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, you worship the devatas. You can go to the devatas. You worship ghosts and spirits. You can go there. You worship um, uh, all all different types. Petris, you can go there to Petri Loka. But Yanti Madhyagino, Timam. Krishna says, You want to worship me, you come to me. So, what will we do there? We serve Krishna. But how do we serve Krishna? We have to take the association of pure devotee of the Lord to be trained up what it means to surrender and what it means to be a devotee. Because we're on probation. When I was in America, I used to do prison preaching in North Carolina and in Virginia. And there's a very exact analogy between what happens in the prison and our prison that we're we're, uh, presently locked up in, this material world. The system in the American prison system is that if someone commits an offense, they go to jail. And after the term of their incarceration is finished, then they're put in what's called halfway house. Say they have have a prison sentence, 10 years, they robbed a bank, okay, you get 10 years. So after 10 years, they put them, they're not free. They're put in a halfway house where they're monitored by the parole officer. They have a house, they have a car, they have a job, they have a bank account. But they have to live in the halfway house and they have to check in with the parole officer. After their parole period is finished, then they're completely free. They're on their own. So spiritual life in Krishna consciousness is something like that. This world is a prison. We're locked up by what? The modes of material nature. The soul by nature is pure. G- Gita says, Satam rajas guna prakriti sambhava mahabaho dehi dehinam abhyayam. That we're above sattva, rajas, and tamas. But because we fall into this material world, we come under the influence. We're locked up. And forced to act helplessly. Under the influence of the modes of material nature. In Durga's prison. We're prisoners. Because we're criminals. We've offended the supreme personality of God. Here we are. Under the jurisdiction of the taskmaster the warden, the modes of material nature. But if we take up the process of Krishna Bhakti, gradually we become eligible for the halfway house. Halfway house means the process of sadhana bhakti. We take up the process of chanting, of reading, of hearing, remembering, serving Vaishnava, supporting temple, tulsi, deity worship, all the processes of sadhana that we take up. And by that we're actually free. We're not completely free because maya is always lurking, maya is right there Krishna says this Maya duratya but mamivaye Maya mitam tarantite as long as we remain surrendered to the Lord we're free from the influence of material nature to a certain extent mamchayobhibhicharina sevate Brahma we transcend the influence of the modes of material nature the influence of maya the warden, the prison by taking up the process of devotional service. But be careful, because we're not completely free. And as long as we work under the jurisdiction of Sri Guru, who can be likened to the parole officer, you follow parole officer's instruction, you become free. You're done with your your halfway house, you're out, you're done, you're completely free. So Guru is the parole officer. He's monitoring our activities that you need to do like this, avoid this, avoid that, you need to do this, be careful about... It. He's monitoring our activities. He's instructing us. He's blessing us. He's giving us direction. So, And if we follow, we become free. So as it is here, the point is, as it is here, having the shelter of a pure devotee, it is there in the kingdom of God, in Goloka. Everyone is serving under someone else. Even Shrimati Radharani is working in conjunction with the different... Uh, groups of Sakis, Paramapreshita Sakis, Nitya Sakis, all different types of uh, Sakis and manjaris. She's working in conjunction to serve to satisfy Krishna. But no one approaches Krishna directly. We work through his representatives, his other devotees. So we have to learn that message, we have to learn that process here in the material world if we want to go there. So Yanti Deva deva, devan. very good Man, yanti no piman. we can go back to Godhead and worship the Lord, but how? Under the shelter of the pure devotee of the Lord. So this is the, the conclusion of this section in Bhagavatam. From worshipping devitas, ta, you're full of material desires, how will I fulfill this desire? I have to do this, I want fame, I want a good wife, I want a husband, I want, I want, I want, I, me, mine, everything's about you. How to overcome that? We take up the Vedic process. Fortunate person has done that already. Devotees, the chanters of the holy name, should have no interest in the Devatas. Because Bhagavatam says a whole butta sopachoto guri and yajavagri vardate namatugam tepustapasteju huvus suchnaray Brahmanucho Nama Granantiate. But uh, Bhagavatam says a whole butta. How extraordinary, how amazing that if the holy name of the Lord is on the tip of one's tongue, Jivagri, that he's done all types of tapasya. He's done shastrik study. He's taken holy bath. He's done Tritayatra, He's given in charity. He's done he He's done everything required of him, even if he's born in the family of dog eaters. So what is left, a person may ask, a thoughtful person may ask, well, what's left for a person who's chanting holy name then? If I've done all those things, have I done yoga and given charity and done austerity and done yatra? What's left for me in this lifetime if I'm chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra? The answer is Krishna Prema. By this chanting of Krishna's name, we get Krishna Prema. From Krishna Nam, we get Krishna Prema. So this is what's left for devotees. This is the highest objective for a devotee. So we need not bother with these other things, and devotees shouldn't be confused with this. But sometimes we see people doing, for example, Satya Kata. Because this is Karmakanda section of the Vedas, Revakanda. Karmakanda section of the Vedas, I give you, you give me, I give you, dude, gi, gehunka ata, full, uh, all different types of fruits and flowers. And they did the, you know, Balo Shri Satyanarayana Bhagawan ki jay. Okay, very good. They're worshiping the Lord. But this is karma mishya bhakti. They want something. I'm worshiping you because I want success in my business. I want to have a baby. I want to get married. I, I moved into a new house. I want something from you. Or I'm thanking you for something. It's nice to thank the Lord. But our process is not and Katha. Our process is Harinam Sankirtan. This is universal process. If there's a wedding, what do we do? We do Harinam Sankirtan and distribute prasadam. If there's a death, what do we do? We do Harinam Sankirtan and distribute prasadam. If, if there's Griha Pradesh, what do we do? We'd have Harinam Sankirtan and distribute prasadam. If there's, a, if there's a, a happy occasion, a birth in the family, a raise, a new home, what do we do? Harinam Sankirtan and distribute prasadam. Serve Vaishnavas and chant the holy name. This is universal process. Because other processes are, are fraught with danger. We read in, in, in Srimad Bhagavan of Mah, uh, Mah, uh, Maharaj Niga. Niga was doing Karmakanda activities. He was giving thousands and thousands of cows to the Brahmins. But one cow happened to wander from one pasture to the next and both Brahmins claimed the cow and they were completely uh, unable to accommodate the need of the other Brahmin. One Brahmin said I'll give you a thousand cows for that cow. No, no, it's my cow. No, it's my cow. No, no. They ended up uh, Maharaj Nega said I'll give you a thousand cows for that cow. But they ended up cursing Maharaj What happened to him? He took, <laughs> he took birth as a lizard. So, this karma kanda, is no guarantee. But bhakti, Bhagavan says, bhakti is so amazing that it's like running through a forest in the night with your eyes closed and you'll never trip and fall. There's no fault in bhakti. We can make offenses, certainly, but what we do is to our asset. And we saw this in the, in the life of devotees. I had one godbrother. He unfortunately married a non-devotee. No, no problem getting married, but one should marry a devotee. So there's some common spiritual objective in life. He married a non-devotee, and by association, Sangat Sanjayate Kama, by her association, he gave up every principle of Krishna consciousness, everything. Not one principle he was following. And in his midlife, in his mid-fifties, he contracted some virulent type of cancer. At his deathbed, his wife was there. His children were there. His wife's parents were there. And his last words were, Prabhupada, Pad." Prabhupad. So the wife's parents asked her daughter, what was that all about? He said, oh, he was a Hare Krishna before we got married. So even though he made many offences, the Lord and Srila Prabhupada never saw that. What was their vision? That he served Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That is his asset. Everything else is superficial. He'll take birth again and he'll pick up where he left off. And we see that many, many amazing devotees have come to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement, come to our ISKCON. Many amazing devotees that have had association with Srila Prabhupada their last life. Amazing young children picking up a murdanga and just playing like a pro. They're four years old. Kids reciting shlokas two years old. Our gurukulas are full of amazing children. And here in Mayapur, you can't imagine these, these little pure devotees running around. Very, very fortunate. Because they've taken up Yoga Arjuna asked Lord Krishna, what is the situation of a yogi who doesn't complete the process, he didn't enjoy sense gratification, he didn't become fully self-realized. Is he like a riven cloud with no standing in any sphere? Krishna said no. Suchinam srimatam gehe yoga brashta vijayati. Someone who's yoga brashta, who's fallen from the path of yoga, picks up where they left off. Svabhambhapyasya dharmasya. Even the slightest advancement protects one from the most dangerous type of fear of losing the opportunity of the human form of life. So this process of bhakti is executed under the direction of pure devotee. And this is, the, this is a process. You want uh, you want uh, benediction from the devas, says, okay, take that. But then Bhagavad is saying, karma sarva, bhai actually worship Krishna. But more than worship of Krishna is to worship and follow his pure devotee. Mother Parvati asked her husband, Lord Shiva, what is the topmost stage of worship? What is the, who is the most worshipable personality? And Lord Shiva answered Sarvesham Vishnu Param. Devi He said the most worshipable personality is Lord Vishnu, Krishna. Supreme Lord, more than me. This Padma Purana. I think Padma Purana. But more than worshiping the Lord tasmat paratanam devi those persons who are associated with the lord the lord's devotees lord's temple also lord's books lord's deities all those things in relationship with the lord are more worshipable than the lord himself in fact in shrimad bhagavatam there's a verse that describes that if, if that offering delicious food cooked in ghee to the lord is not as pleasing if that same preparation is offered to the mouths of devotees and if one worships the Lord with oblations of ghee and doesn't worship the devotees, who has if he has no respect and reverential attitude, appreciation for the position of the Lord's devotee, then that worship of the Lord is like pouring ghee onto ashes. When we do Agnihotra, Havan, Yajna the principle is to offer the ghee into the blazing fire and it blazes hotter and hotter and hotter, and the Lord accepts this offering through the fire, through Agni Dev. Swaha, actually, Agni Dev's wife, conveys this offering to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But if you offer the ghee into ashes, what is the benefit? It's a waste of good ghee. So if we worship the Lord with all mantra, tantra, vishara, all types of mantra, tantra, But we don't worship and respect the devotees. That worship of the Lord is like pouring ashes, pouring ghee onto ashes. So we should take note how important devotees are. If we want the Lord, if we want the complete picture from worship of the devatas to worship of the Lord with material desire to pure devotional service, as I said here, spontaneous attraction. Spontaneous attraction means raga bhakti. If we want raga bhakti, topmost achievement in Krishna consciousness, we have to get it from a devotee. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakura said, Krishna say Krishna dite Tomara Tomarashakati yachi, Krishna, Krishna He said, Krishna is yours, and you have the power to give him to me. So I'm simply running after you, chanting, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. This is the process of getting Krishna. If we want this, highest thing, spontaneous attraction, we have to get it from a devotee. It doesn't come, you don't pick it out of the air. You can't, you don't get it from Amazon.com. You don't get it from the bazaar. You get it from a devotee. In Shrimad Bhagavatam, it stated uh, Maharaj Vahugana said, Vahuganai tat the yati na chanchi neva panadgrihadva na chandasanai vajalak vina that the only way to get Krishna, Krishna Bhakti, is to, from the dust, from the lotus seat of a devotee. Prabhupada says this is the only way, not by tapasā, not by yāti becoming a sannyāsi, by worship, by perfect execution of grihastha ashram or any of the other ashrams, by immersing oneself in freezing water or doing austerity by burning or by or surrounding oneself with fire. These are, This isn't the process to Krishna. Vinamahat padaraja to take the raja, the dust of the lotus feet of the devotee to smear that on one's body. This is the process. So someone may ask, well, what does that mean? How do, I, how do I see Prabhupada is pure devotee but how do I smear my body with the dust of his lotus feet? I never met Prabhupada. I never got that dust from his feet. We should understand what this means. Taking the dust of pure devotee means, number one, follow his instructions. How do we associate with Prabhupada? How do do you associate with your Guru Maharaj? By following his instructions. They asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada, how do I love you? Prabhupada gave simple answer, said follow my instructions. How do we associate with Prabhupada? How do we associate with great devotees? By following their instructions. Prabhupada's books were not written by Śrīla Prabhupada with a paper and pen. He spoke he, he spoke these books into a dictaphone and they were transcribed. The spoken word was transcribed to paper. So we, we sing, Guru-mukha-padmavākya-cetete-koriya-aikya ārna-koriya-mane-āsha Let my consciousness be purified but by what? By the words emanating from his lotus mouth. That is, Srila Prabhupada's books. We associate with Prabhupada by reading his books. We get the dust from his lotus feet by hearing his instructions, by serving his institution, doing something for Prabhupada's institution. Preaching, Krishna consciousness especially, supporting the preaching movement, distributing books, opening temples, counseling devotees, being the friend to devotees, making our community strong. This is all service to the feet of our Guru Sampradaya our Guru Varga so this is how we get dust from the lotus feet. It. it's not some mystical thing, it's a practical thing so we serve in this way, if we want Pada Raja bathe ourselves Abhishekam in the dust of his lotus feet, then bathe yourself in service to Prabhupada Ziskan. do something for Prabhupada Ziskan because it's not there just for our benefit. We should think, my life has been irrevocably blessed, irre- irrevocably changed for the good by association with this movement. Well and good, very nice. But we should think, what shall I do to give that same blessing to somebody else? How can I help another devotee in their progress in spiritual life? How can I be that devotee in, in that that was, came to my life and changed my life how can I be that devotee to another person because we're all sitting in Krishna we're all in Krishna consciousness by the grace of some devotee only by a devotee someone said to us why don't you come to our temple why don't you take this Japa Mala why don't you chant Hare Krishna please read our book please take this mantra card please take this prasadam our life was completely changed by that moment, by that devotee, it brought us to Krishna consciousness. Everyone has that person in their life. That, for, for me, it was Dina Bandhu Prabhu. He was here in Mayapur. It was a very wonderful reunion. I hadn't seen him for about three years. He was invited here to Mayapur for the 50th anniversary celebrations here for Madhav, and uh, different things were going on. So, he's, he's like my guru. He's my, like my Siksha guru. He's my Vantapadarsha Guru. He brought me to Krishna consciousness by his friendship, by his blessing. We have to be that devotee for someone else. We have to share the society of Krishna consciousness. We have to share ISKCON with the world. And that is Pada Raja taking the dust of the lotus feet of a devotee. But these other things. Worshiping, you know, blazing fire in the sun and Immersing your body in freezing water, taking sannyas, vanashram dharma, these things have benefits, certainly, but nothing like the, that, that benefit cannot give us Krishna. Only by the dust of the lotus feet of a devotee. Fifth Canto Bhagavatam says the same thing Mahatsevan dwaram vimuktus, vimuktes, tamor dwaram yushitam Sangi sangam, mahantaste samachitta prasanta vimandya vimuktes. Uh, the service to a pure devotee, Mahat Sevam, opens the door for liberation. Tamo Dwaram Yoshitam Sanghi Sangam. And Tamo the door to hellish life is opened by associating with materialistic persons. Who is, a, who is a Mahat? Who is a Mahatma? Samachitta Prashanta someone whose mind is samachitta, his consciousness is equipoise, he's peaceful, prasanta, vimanyava, sadava, he, he's not, he doesn't do anything about him. he's a saintly person. So when we serve persons like that, when we associate with people like that, this opens up the door to Krishna consciousness. We don't get Krishna from Krishna. We get Krishna from Krishna's devotee. So the process of worshipping demigods, that has its place, but as devotees, we reject this, our worship of demigods is, are not, we should not worship demigods, we should not disrespect them also though and if we approach demigod, because the example is there you go because, worship goddess as Yanni, for what? A green card, new car, house, baby, husband, wife, money no, they worship goddess Katayani for a Christian, they did, and some devotees do this vrata also, Katayani vrata. for one month. It's very austere vrata. You eat once a day, Havisha. Havisha means rice and mungal boiled together, no salt, and you put it on a, on a plate, and you put the plate on the floor, or a banana leaf on the floor, and you put your hands behind your back, and you eat like a cow once a day, for one month and no sense gratification, very austere vow. So the gopis did this, worshipping goddess Katayani, they made a deity out of Yamuna mud, and they offered Agrabati, Deepa, Divedyam, all all types of worships they did. But their objective was to get Krishna. So one can pray to the Devitas, but only to get Krishna. One great Vaishnavacharya he prayed in Bhakti Ratnakar. He said, "Shriman uh, Gopi Sharam Bande Shankaram Karuna Mayam Sarvekle Devam Brinda Pradam." He prayed the Lord Shiva. We say Shiv Bhagwan, Arha Mahadev. So we have no problem. We, he's a Vaishnava. Vaishnavas are We want what Vaishnavas can give us. Vaishnavas give us Krishna bhakti. So this is what he said. You're Karuna Mayam that you're full of mercy, klesha haram devam, you're that devata that removes all my miseries, all my suffering in material life. But how does he do that? With some kaput ashirvad? some cheating benediction, okay, here's the car you wanted, Here, take it, now go. Here's the money, take it, now go. Now his real blessing, his genuine blessing, his real ashirvad is ranya rati, to worship to have affection, love, for worshipping Radha Krishna in Vrindavan. And we can get that from... Do we want that? Of course we want that. So will we bow down to Lord Shiva and ask this? Of course we would. But this isn't worshipping Lord Shiva for some material benediction. And he knows the difference. If you really want Lord Shiva's attention, pray for Krishna Bhakti. If you really want Ganesha's attention, pray for the removal of obstacles, Lord Brahma prayed, Yadpada Pallava Yogam Vinidaya Kumba Dandre Pranama Samayasa Ganara Raja Dignan Bihanta jagat Jagatasya Govinda Mahari Purusham Tamahamajami. How has he become Digneshwar? How does he have the power to remove obstacles? By the mercy of Govinda. By mercy of Govinda. That's what he does. So Prabhupada writes in the in devotion that one can worship Vaikunta deities like Ganesh for what purpose? to remove obstacles in our path of devotional service. One time my God-brother, my esteemed God-brother, His Grace, uh, Guru Kripa Prabhu, was doing collection to build Krishna Balaram Temple. Prabhupada told him also. He said, as you're collecting money to build this temple, Krishna is building a beautiful home for you in Goloka. I have seen it. I have seen it. So Guru Kripa approached Srila Prabhupada and said, I want to worship Ganesh to increase our collection. Prabhupada said, all right, you can worship Ganesh, but you have to give not less than $100,000 every month to my book fund. <laughs> so they dropped the idea. So it's possible to get such benedictions, but the principle of worship of the demigods, if you choose to do so, is only for Krishna. So we have no problem. We can visit Ganesh Mandir. We can worship Shiv Mandir. But for what? Only for Krishna. Following the example of pure devotees. the topmost most devotees, the brajagopis, We can follow their example. That I only want Krishna. But still, better to go directly to Krishna. He's the boss. Maya the hitan hitan. He sanctions everything. So this whole hierarchy is there in Shastra to help us come to Krishna, to help every class of person come to Krishna consciousness. Even black-hearted, low-class men that are willing to murder somebody for the fulfillment of their desires. Willing to murder someone. Imagine their consciousness. They bathed him very nicely. They bathed Jadbarak very nicely. They gave him nice clothes. They fed him. They garlanded him. They anointed his body with fragrant uh, scents. And then what, what was the plan? To chop off his head. <laughs> so, uh, demoniac people. So the world is full of such demons. How to help them? Vedic prescriptions are there. But our process, the direct process, how to help the world, how to help low-class people? Give them prasad. Give them holy name. Prabhupada said our iskan is meant to conquer the world by cultural presentation, by prasad distribution, by music, by dance, by art, by drama. All these things appeal to the masses of people. Top class people, top class fortunate people, what do they do? They approach the pure devotee to get spontaneous attraction, unflinchingly fixed upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is available for top class people. But what about most fortunate people? Devotees, disciples, sadhakas. But what about the rest of the world? the rest of the world can be benefited immensely benefited by these Hare Krishna festivals distributing prasadam distributing holy name, drama here in Mayapur they do an amazing program they do kirtan you know, like there will be like a thousand people doing kirtan and, and have, then have some class but how many <laughs> you think people don't have brain for philosophy in Kali Yuga, how, how long can they listen so do a 15-20 minute lecture then they do drama Everyone gets so inspired by the drama. Jagai, Madhai. So many beautiful ch- stories. Chaitanya Leela are there. So this is our process. To bring people to benefit every class of person. For making, bringing them to a higher level. To to benedict them. To bless them. With the introduction to Krishna consciousness. Because we understand this verse. Neha Bikramana Shosti Prativa Svabhama Dharmasya. That that benediction is their eternal asset. Even if they walk into our temple. Like I met one guy. He said, oh, I was I, I, I visited your temple one time. Nice incense, nice flowers. <laughs> that was their entire experience of the temple. They didn't see Krishna, Radha Krishna standing in the altar. Just, oh, I saw some flowers and I smelled the Yagrabhati. That is, They've begun Krishna consciousness. Srila Prabhupada said, If someone comes to the temple and just turns a screw, half a turn of a screw in Krishna's service. They've begun their Krishna consciousness. Or oh, I remember the story of a, a, a bum, staggers, an intoxicated alcoholic staggered into Second Avenue and left a roll of toilet paper in the bathroom. Prabhupada said, very nice, he's begun his Krishna consciousness. He's immeasurably blessed. Krishna consciousness is so easy. We just have to rack our brains how to introduce it on a mass scale to the public. Here in, in Mayapur, uh, we just finished Punima And there were hundreds, thousands of people. I got stuck in a uh, tidal wave of human beings. It took me 10 minutes to walk like about 20 yards. This huge mass of people all going the same direction I happened to be. And next time I'll take a different path for sure. So many people here. So we're doing Harinam Sankirtan maybe 15, 20 chanters and playing musical instruments and singing. And 100 people, 200 people gather around. Everyone's dancing and chanting, singing in joy. The Russians and the Ukrainians dancing arm in arm in joy. The black and white, the men and women, the Hindus and the Muslims, the Christians and the Jews, Everyone singing and chanting together. This Sankirtan movement has the power to change the course of human history. We just have to figure out how to introduce it. And this is the process. Introduce this chanting of Krishna's holy name. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, that what is our motto? Like everybody has their motto. All these businesses have their motto. Nike, just do it. That's their motto, okay? Everyone has, every business has their motto. Coca-Cola has their motto. All, the, all business have their motto. So Sarasati Thakur said, what is our motto? Parambhijayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam let there be all victory to the chanting of the holy name of the Lord this can immeasurably benefit human society no need to bother praying to Lord Shiva to be a scholar praying to the Apsaras to get a good wife praying to Lord Shiva to get a good husband unnecessary if we can just introduce these principles of Krishna consciousness prasadam distribution Harinam Sankirtan. Everyone loves good music. There's such beautiful Kirtaniyas here in Mayapur. And people love it. Prasadam distribution. Who doesn't like to eat? Who doesn't like entertaining drama and art and music? If we can introduce these things on a large scale to the world, we can change the course of human history. It ha- don't doubt that that power is there. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. Vijayate, Shri Krishna Sankirtanam. And then this can change the minds of low-class people that are ready to murder somebody even for the fulfillment of their desires. If they become Krishna conscious, all their desires will be fulfilled. Akama Sarva Moksha kama udāradi. whether they're full of material desire or they're desireless or desirous of liberation, all types of persons can be fulfilled by becoming Krishna conscious. So we can glean this understanding from this verse in Srimad Bhagavatam. Thank you very much for your kind attention. Srila Prabhupada Ki jai. Does anyone have any comment, question or correction?
0: Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful class. I don't have any question, but we will wait for a question of other devotees. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare
1: Krishna.
2: Shri Krishna Prabhupada Ji, Dhanut Pranam, Jai Shri Wonderful, Jai wonderful class,
1: Very nice class, Okay. Actually, I just is read something. Small. Go ahead, Prabhu. I just read something important that my esteemed God-brother, uh, uh, Kadambakanana Maharaj said. He said that if we're doing something nice, that ability is just on loan. It's actually Krishna. He says, Parasham Nushi, I am the ability in man." So if, if you see anything valuable in what I said, you can thank Srila Prabhu and thank Shila, and thank Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Haribu. I'm just trying to be an instrument.
2: I, yeah, I I can see the energy of Shila Prabhupada and uh, Bhagavad, I mean Lord Sri Krishna from coming from you, Prabhu. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Coming from yeah, like
1: to... not from not from me.
2: Yes, Prabhu. Yes, yes, yes. It's your endeavor, Prabhu, because you you took this process and uh, you decided. So Krishna has accepted you and using in service, Prabhuji. I hope
1: but, he accepts me.
2: I've been trying for a few yes. years now. <laughs> so, 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 man, we are so fortunate to have you. Uh, more often on the call and listen from you in the morning. That's so re- refreshing and very good for the m- morning to f- start the day mm-hmm. freshly with so, so much nectar, Prabhu. I like the, specifically, I like the point you mentioned. Someone has introduced the Krishna Consciousness to us, so let's, you know, do that favor to others. That's, that's a very practical point, uh, Prabhuji.
1: Yeah, we, we can't repay that person. The only, we can only hope to repay them by doing the same thing for someone else, being that person for someone else. And this is how Krishna consciousness is spread. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would embrace someone, they become ecstatic. That person would embrace another person, who would embrace another person, who would embrace another person, and all the way down the line, each got the same ecstatic experience of Krishna consciousness, conveyed one person to another. So that is our process of, of preaching Krishna consciousness, actually. Person to That's person, heart to heart.
2: Yes, yeah, so wonderful. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki jai, Shla Prabhupada ki jai.
0: Anything else? <laughs> Hare Krishna, dana pranam, Prabhuji, you. Always to Shri Prabhupada, such a nice class. As Prabhu was saying, it's a, such a fortune to have you... Uh, uh, often in the class, uh, uh, giving us such and your blessings, Prabhupada's blessings, uh, and uh, with your spontaneity, your realization, your uh, deep uh, sadhana, uh, all are coming uh, through as nectar from your mouth. So that is very nice. Thank you. Hare Krishna.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you for your kind words. I'm trying to be a sadhana at six o'clock here, and I still have four rounds to chant. <laughs> it wasn't a good day for Japa today. I was very really tired this morning.
2: Prabhuji, so we are looking forward for your association. We are planning to visit Mayapur in mid June.
1: Oh, good. Come, let's take Prasadam together. Do your turn.
2: Sure, Prabhuji. We are happy to have your association when we are in town.
1: You have my phone number.
2: Uh, I will take it from the Sh- Shamra Shikamata
1: Okay. Or email is there sarvadrick at gmail.com D-R-I-K Sarvadrik. I, I got
2: your email too. I just I just uh, uh, got your email through
1: the Okay, conference. good. Yeah. No, happy to meet you. All devotees. Come bless me. Bless my home with your lotus feet.
2: Oh, Pru, It will be the blessings from you. The have you been to
1: Mayapur? Have you been to Mayapur before? Yes, Prabhu, uh, uh, twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you come, you can't stay away, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We don't don't like to get get out from there. It's like a yeah. vakunta. Yeah. Come, come live here. I should have moved here years ago. But <laughs> destiny was there. I was working and so many things.
2: Our wish to move in the dhamma will be more more stronger and stronger when we come there through and hope
1: we, we make Ultimately, that decision. Ultimately we should, we should keep make the dhamma, make our heart the dhamma by our feeling for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because, there, you know, there's many, you know, there's dogs and cats and cows and crows. They're also rickshaw wallas. They're also, of course, <laughs> a lot of devotees are rickshaw wallas now also. But all these, then are they in the Dham? Are they Dhamvasis? They're they're floating in the Dham. They're not actually in the Dham. By their consciousness we're in by consciousness we're in the Dham, we're outside the Dham. You know, if 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 a thief is in the Dham, is he in the Dham? He's like floating in the Dham. He's not entered Dham consciousness. So we can have that same Dham consciousness wherever we are by our progress in spiritual life. By our affinity for the service of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and service to Srila Prabhupada. We can have that same Dham Consciousness wherever we are. So coming here we should try and cultivate that, or living here we certainly we should try and cultivate that.
2: But it's not just Wonderful.
1: where where you are. So I'd be happy to meet Hare you and I'd so be much. happy to be here. Thank you so yes, much. For, Hare Krishna
0: well, Hare Krishna I had one small question uh, like uh, a drawing comparison between the Russia uh, Ukraine and the western world like uh, how is it done you do you feel that why is it that uh, the movement spread so nicely in the eastern block but not... Uh, I mean uh, um, uh, among the white people, but uh, in the West, it is little. I mean, it it's as if that. I mean, to uh, to the extent that I have seen with my very poor uh, 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 intelligence and understanding, that it has little bit stalled maybe amongst uh, uh, the Western origin uh, people. So, is it because, or do you feel so, or uh, was it because of uh, the the culture, uh, the street uh, that Nagar Sankirtan or similar is missing or uh, the hour. Uh, or well,
1: this, is, this is a, first of all, a wonderful question. Thank you. This is a big discussion, but briefly I can say a couple of things. First thing is that when Srila Prabhupada came, it was a very special time in the history of the world. America w- was ripe. Actually, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu orchestrated everything in the history of America for Prabhupada to come in a time when being a revolutionary, rejecting materialistic goals was cool, India was cool, meditation was cool, yoga was cool, counterculture, and Prabhupada Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, put Srila Prabhupada right in the middle of that and attracted thousands and thousands of young people. I have a picture of a San Francisco Rathyatra. there's 5,000 American young people, no Indians, because at that mm-hmm. time, in, in the 70s, 74, 75, there was just a handful of Indian immigrants in America. Now, we don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. We, want, we don't care. Black, white, yellow, brown. Become a devotee and serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But we haven't, my analysis is, we haven't understood in the West, especially in America, where people have become materially satisfied, how to uh, crack their consciousness and allow... Krishna bhakti to enter. It's not like it was in the 70s at all. We can't compare. But there's an analogy. We we say there's a prayer in Chaitanya Chapter Vande Day Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito, Gododaye Pushpavanto Chitto Sando Tamonudo, that the sun and the moon have risen simultaneously in the horizon of Goda, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Nityananda Prabhu. To wonderfully bestow benediction at all. So, sunrise is where? In the east. And where does it go? To the west. So, Srila Prabhupada took this amazing Sankirtan movement, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement, to the west. And it flourished. And you can't imagine. People would, if you'd ask people in the 70s, how many Hare Krishna people you think there are in America? They'd say, well, I don't know, a couple million? There was probably 3,000. But a guy would get on a plane in Los Angeles, he'd fly to Denver, and there'd be the devotees in the airport <laughs> selling him a book. Then he'd get in the fl- plane and fly from Denver to New York, and there's a guy in the airport selling him a book. He goes downtown to his hotel, and the devotees are on the street doing Sankirtan. These guys are everywhere, because we're so active, with a youthful enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. But it's got yeah. matured also. We're very, very immature, and culturally philosophically immature. But in course of time, many devotees married, which means they have family responsibilities, children to to raise, children to educate, children to get married, money to make, houses to build. All of those things are part of Krishna consciousness. We don't reject that. But this is a sign of maturity actually. But it's come full circle also. Same thing here in India. As the sun comes, rises in the east, goes to the west, then where does it go? It comes back to the east. So Western devotees came to to India and and started Juhu Project, Mayapur Project, Vrindavan Project. And now, so many pious, saintly Indian people have come. And just in Delhi, I I, am fortunate, blessed to travel to Delhi and do some little seva there. There's 18 big temples just in the Delhi area. In Noida, in Dwarka, Firdabad, Ghaziabad, Punjabi Bhag, Bhadragar, 18 big temples, not from America. This is local, the Prabhupada said, the success of any institution is when local people come and join. So, Sun King, yes. east to west, west to east, it's time for the sun of Krishna consciousness to come from the east back to the west. And I see, in my own personal experience, amazing, renounced, dedicated, <laughs> educated, knowledgeable young men who will take sannyas someday, hundreds of them, and they will go and preach in the West. And they will bring Krishna consciousness to the West as Srila Prabhupada brought it to the West. And that is like, when I just saying when Srila Prabhupada was, before he left us, he was concerned, will ISKCON go on? Will it go on in my absence? That was his concern. Our concern is his disciples we have the same feeling. After we leave, will ISKCON go on? as Śrīla desired it. But when I see the extraordinary young men and women that have come to Chaitanya Mahāprabhu's mission, to Prabhupāda's ISKCON, I have full faith that it will happen. Never mind whatever politics are going on, this problem, that problem, all superficial. The substance of Chaitanya Mahāprabhu's movement, of these amazing devotees that have come, especially to India, who have sufficient sukriti, sufficient punya, to be born in India. And they will take Christian Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement all over the world. They're educated. They're English speakers. They can go to China and preach. They can go to Africa and preach. They can go to South America. They can go to America. They can go to Europe. And they will. They're starting already. His Holiness, Rasamit going traveling all over. So many devotees traveling and preaching Krishna consciousness. There's all good hope. So we shouldn't be depressed or sad that Oh, America's stagnant. Okay, when they say it's the calm before the storm. Just before the storm, everything's very, very calm. And then the storm comes. So the storm of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement that is meant to create a revolution in the lives of, imp- of impious civilization. This is what's coming. Yeah. And especially when Americans, when their house of cards, Im- impious civilization collapses, They'll be ready to hear something about God. Right now, they're materially satisfied. They're living in big houses, two-car garage, three-car garage, six-figure income. Who needs God? But when they don't have that, then they'll be listening to our message. Then they'll pick up our books to read. I think my personal feeling is the future is very bright, and we we should be ready. We should prepare ourselves for it. We should study Shastra every day. We should be good sadhakas. Be the best devotees we can be. Because great responsibility is coming to all of you. I'm an old man. I turned 70 this year. How long can I stay? All of you are young. You're the future of Prabhupada Siskana. So be sincere devotees. Be good sadhakas. Because great responsibility is coming to you. I was also living your life. Working. Mortgage payment. Electric bill. Water bill. Utilities boss, visa bill, taking care of car and family, all the whole burden of of life. I live that also. I understand that. But there's life after that also. There's a blissful life of pushing on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement in retired life. Or for those persons who never took up Grihastha Ashram, giving full-time service to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. The future is very bright. I I have faith in that. I really do. Because I see it in the lives and faces of these effulgent young men and women who've come to serve Srila Prabhupada and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So nothing to be concerned, oh it's it's are uh, at things have not going so well in America. And and frankly, without the contribution and support and leadership of Indian devotees in North America is finished. Indian devotees, pious Indian devotees who've sacrificed their life for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Are supporting the whole thing. We just have to figure out how to bring white Americans like wake up, Jeev Jago, shake them. Jeev <laughs> Jago, you're going to die someday, don't you know? Your whole c- civilization is a house of cards, and as soon as you shake it a little bit, the whole thing's going to come crashing down. So we should continue doing what we're doing: our Sunday feast programs, our outreach programs, bhakti vrksas, nam sankirtan, book distribution. We should continue these things. Independent Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The future is very bright. I I have faith in that. I hope that answers your question to some degree,
0: Prabhuji.
1: That was empowering,
2: Prabhu. That was wonderful. I mean, you put us the energy into us. Good. And that was... That was a wonderful, uh, I mean, I heard first time analogy, you know, sunrise to the east and where it goes west, and after, you know, sunset, where it's going to come, again in the east. That's so wonderful. Uh,
1: So you've come from the west to the east, uh, from the east to the west.
2: So, so nice, so nice. Krishna is so merciful.
1: Because really, American, Western culture, American culture, is a failed civilization. That's another discussion, whole other discussion. It's failed civilization. There's there's hundred thousand deaths every year from drug overdoses, hundreds of thousands of people dying on the streets, on the highways every day from alcohol related accidents. President Trump called drug addiction a national emergency. Are these the symptoms of a satisfied, peaceful, advanced? progressive civilization. It's a symptom of, of, of a failed civilization. They need what we have to offer. We just have to understand how to package it. It's like if, if, if the parent wants to give the child bitter medicine, they won't take the bitter medicine, so they put some candy or some cake or something around it. Okay, eat this. So we have to understand how, to, how can we package Krishna consciousness to make it attractive. And Prabhupada said, cultural presentation. Singing, dancing, music, food, art, drama. Who, who doesn't love that? Hare Krishna festivals.
2: Yes, jo- joyful, joyful process. We, uh, we host the local events and uh, whenever we have the Trits Sankirtan Kirtan, who we are, you know, passing by, they enjoy, come, join, appreciate, and they have the bliss blissful moment uh, during Sankirtan. It's true.
1: You know, it's not like it used to be. I mean, when we were young devotees, people, like, throw things at us. They'd sneer at us. They'd mock us. They'd shout at us. There's a whole generation of people who've grown up with the devotees. Oh, yeah, okay, those are the Hare Krishna people. So we should maintain our reputation. We should be scrupulously honest. We should be, uh, share our joy of spiritual life, not be fanatical and try and ram it down people's throats, Bef- befriend people. I mean, this is a whole other discussion also, how to spread Krishna consciousness. And it begins one-on-one. I'm a devotee because a devotee was kind to me. I came to this movement because a devotee was kind to me. He didn't judge me. He didn't ask, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Do you use drugs? Do you drink beer? You know, I was doing all those things. But he didn't judge me. He, he befriended me and he gave me prasadam and he answered questions that that I never heard answers before, never had answers for in my life. This is what we need Wonderful. to do. One on one.
2: Yes, Prabhu. Yes. Accept where they are and take it from there.
1: Yes. Okay, I think we should end now. It's getting late.
2: Sure, Prabhu. So, so wonderful nectar to hear from you, Prabhu. So nice.
1: So Thank you for the opportunity to speak to you and to try and say something from this sacred book. Sh- Krishna, Thank you for finding and time
2: and enlightening us, Prabhu, uh, more often. We really appreciate well, I'm
1: a lazy, it. I'm a lazy retired guy. My time is your time. You're all working devotees, hardworking devotees. So my time is always your time. Come visit Mayapur, Prabhu. Definitely, Prabhu
0: we we'll, we'll, we'll okay. we'll, uh, Yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah. Shiloh Prabhupada, the key it's Jump the Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Thank you so Hare much. Krishna. Wonderful class, Prabhuji.